0: Thanks for having me on, Tim.
1: First of all, Historic Athens, go back and just for the sake of the discussion here, uh, set the stage. What are we talking about when we say Historic Athens? This organization is operated under a couple of different names over the years. What is Historic Athens?
0: Sure. So uh, we are an organization that was founded 55 years ago to celebrate and conserve the community heritage of Athens. We uh, are formally an education and advocacy nonprofit, at least if you ask the IRS. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's our job to consider the character of Athens, the history of Athens, and try to preserve as much of it as possible so we maintain our unique character.
1: And you've been the director there how long?
0: But just about four years now.
1: Too. Boy, time flies, Tommy Valentine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Historic Athens. I, I mentioned a moment ago. I, I got the date wrong. It's it's the second of October, which is a Sunday. Sunday October second. Porch Fest. I didn't realize this thing was as big as it is. I didn't know nowhere near enough time to talk about all the folks who are going to be performing, or even <laughs> all of the venues. Like, but but look at it from thirty thousand feet. What are we talking about here, Porch Fest?
0: Well, so what this is is it's a free, family friendly event and it is on Sunday, October 2nd. It begins at one o'clock. But Historic Athens Porch Fest is an opportunity to see some of the best uh, musicians and talent in Athens, which means, in my opinion, the best musicians and talent anywhere uh, for free uh, on, against the backdrop of six of our beautiful historic neighborhoods here in Athens. And on that one day, just to give your listeners a sense of the scale, uh, there will be 155 individual concerts on over 150 individual porches. So each hour between 1 o'clock and 6 o'clock, uh, every hour there will be roughly 30 concerts spread throughout that area where you can walk from concert to concert. Um, and then it concludes at 7 o'clock with a single concert called the Mayor's Show where uh, Mayor Kelly Gertz hosts the Mayor of Winterville, who's a musician, Mayor mm-hmm. Dodd Farrell, uh, for our 7 o'clock closeout show. All
1: right. Uh, Normal Town Boulevard, some of the neighborhoods. What are some of the others?
0: Yeah, so you've got Pulaski Heights, New Town Boulevard, Buena Vista, Normal Town, uh, and Cobham, um, all wrapped up in that area. And your listeners can go to historicathensporchfest.com for a full listing of all 155 bands, for an interactive map, so they can plan their route for the day uh, and for more details.
1: This is really cool because, uh, again, if, if hey, that guy up there, he, uh, that's not my cup of tea. Oh, wait, there's somebody right down the street. I mean, you can just move from house to house. That, and then... that,
0: that's right. And one of the things I'm really proud of with this event, Tim, and really appreciative to our music scene is that, we have representatives of every conceivable genre. So if you're a rock guy, there's rock. If you're a bluegrass guy, there's bluegrass. And uh, this year we actually made sure so that the lineup document that you can see through that website, you can actually sort by genre. So you Mm. can find your cup of tea and go sip your cup of tea.
1: Again, uh, visit the Historic Athens website. Tons of information there. Mm -hmm. Uh, One story Athens, Tommy Valentine. What is this? Yes, sir.
0: Yeah, so, you know... Historic Athens, as an education advocacy group, we've been doing public programming for a very long time. Probably our most popular series is our Historic Athens History Hours that we do at the Linden House. Um, however, you know, everything's funky as, as people come out of COVID, and, and I think that we were increasingly conscious that people needed a roadmap to our public programming. And so uh, Hope Eigelhart, who uh, works with us, Um, HOPE has designed a 52-week public programming series in partnership with the UGA Wilson School and Christian Lopez of the Oral History Initiative at UGA. And so for 52 weeks every Friday uh, on our Facebook at noon, she'll be interviewing um, a different community leader with a different historical perspective on the background of Athens. Our goal here is to get at the unheard stories, the elders that may not have been formally interviewed in a setting like this, so that we start to flesh out the full story of Athens.
1: You know, it's interesting, and it's the nature of history anyway. I, I, I'll insert myself into the story here. I came to Athens in 1998. Now, I had been before. I had a girlfriend or two, actually, who went to school here way back in the day. But right. I, I, in terms of living here, I came here, whatever that is, 24 years ago. I came to Athens, and so that, that's my history, right? I mean, my history of this right. town. Now, I can find people who grew up here and people who lived here their whole lives, and they can tell me their history, but even that is limited, right? I'm limited by the the expanse of their lifetime. Uh, And as we and some of us want to go back and dig deeper and learn more about the early years of Athens, the early history of Athens, the University of Georgia, a tremendous resource. What else is out there? I think, I don't know, I think of Michael Thurman's books, for example, uh, in terms of places you go. And
0: that's, yeah, Story Untold is a great example. It's still amazing to me that he wrote that at such a young age. But yeah, you know, I, I I moved to Athens when I was five years old, and I'm not five years old anymore, mm. and uh, I, what I've learned is that every week, just in this job, every week, I find out some new fact that turns Athens on its head in some way, and that, to me, is part of the fun. You know, we're peeling back the onion here. Um, a, a lot of the stories are going to be from African-American community leaders, although that's not the only people we'll be talking to, but... Uh, and you'll have to excuse the background noise there. I'm so sorry. But, uh, you know, uh, Tim, David McCullough, an author that may be on your bookshelf. I know mm-hmm. he's not mine. He wrote 1776 and a number of other key books about American history. You know, he says that where we are with history these days, that what used to be a spotlight on two or three characters at a time, the floodlights are now on. And we're seeing the full cast. And I think in Athens, what we're trying to do right now is get a sense not that we're losing sight of of the you know the heroes and the the key figures that have defined Athens, but we're also trying to get a sense of okay, well, how has all this worked and how how does it uh, interrelate? And I think the better we do that, the better we understand our past, the better we all feel a connection to Athens. That so therefore we're more likely to volunteer and vote and be a citizen and you know do civic behaviors. Uh, but then also I'll say one other step, which is you know I think. Any of us who travel know what it's like to go to a community that knows itself, where they have a robust sense of culture and local history. You Obviously, we want Athens to have that same competitive edge for tourism and for travel and for industry that's trying to decide where to place their jobs. So the better we do that work, the more we explore history, the more we preserve history. I think the better positioned Athens is for the future.
1: Oh, you mentioned that. Things like, for example, uh, relatively new to the local landscape that this music walk of fame in Athens. That is nothing mm-hmm. more than a literal visible manifestation of some recent history and a big part of what this community is.
0: Oh, that, that's absolutely right. And it, and that, you know, as someone, you know, I cut my teeth in the music scene. It first of all, it makes me quite old. <laughs> feel quite <laughs> old that there's one or two artists that I remember dropping uh, music when I was in school that now that now are enshrined as forever legends, but I guess that's part of growing up. But yes, you're absolutely right. There is a tangible manifestation. And look, anyone, you know, my wife's a school teacher at, in Clark County Schools. I think anyone that knows a teacher or remembers their education, everyone learns differently. Some people can le- learn just by words. Some people have to read. But a lot of us are tangible. we got to touch things to learn. And so when we preserve history and when we, like you said uh, so eloquently about the the Music Hall of Fame, when you build these markers, it, it gives us a chance to actually tangibly connect with the past. As
1: long as we have you, Tommy Valentine, another moment or so here uh, to drag mm-hmm. you as much as you care to go into a, a local and historic controversy. Does historic Athens have or anticipate having a role in these conversations about town
0: Oh, with Linnentown. I thought you were going to ask me about Taylor Grady, because <laughs> I've been told that you all have been talking about that. But there's always lots to talk about. Um... I don't know about anything about being dragged in. I know that we, uh, you know, we hosted one of the first public sessions on Town, And I think that's, again, part of that full story of Athens that we're trying to flesh out. Uh, you know, we're in regular communication, I think, with all of the parties that are involved in the Town discussion. But, you know, they say sunlight's the best disinfectant. And so, our, you know, our role in that really has mainly just been providing an educational platform for people that are interested in that to find out more.
1: You mentioned it, Taylor Grady, and there is that issue, and thank you for jarring the memory there. The Junior League pulling out, somebody's got to run the place. Where does that stand?
0: Yeah, so there's an RFP out right now, and uh, various entities are developing plans uh, that they're hoping to submit ahead of the September 13th deadline. Um, I can uh, tell you and your listeners that uh, we're, we're very excited about some of the plans that are coming together. and In fact, we are developing the uh, the formation of a public-private partnership, and we can't reveal the full details on that yet, but I would say by mid-month, uh, there'll be more details on exactly how that's come together. But we are going to work with one entity that is taking a crack at this and see about going in with them, and if the city will have us, try to uh, – act as stewards of that site moving forward.
1: Tommy uh, Tommy Valentine, Historic Athens again. Porch Fest on the 2nd of October for Sunday in October. Information about that and One Story Athens on the Historic Athens website. Historicathens.com is that website. Tommy Valentine, thanks for your time this morning. Best of luck moving forward.
0: Thank you so much. Have a great day.